This is Travis Kendall. This is Elio Harmon. And you're listening to Season 2 of Monetary Therapy. Galen, number one fan, Galen Trim. Galen, <laughs> Galen is so supportive, man. Big shout out to Galen. Big shout out to John Walker. Big shout out to Cassio. Uh, big shout out to Andrew. Who's Andrew? Andrew, he's one of the buddies I went to college with. Hey, Andrew. Okay, what up, Drew? Welcome to Monetary Therapy. My name is Travis Kendall. And I'm Elio Harmon. Today, we are talking about home buying. Home ownership. Home ownership. Is home ownership still a thing, dude? Uh, I think so. I heard a rumor that someone I know maybe once owned a home for a very small portion of time. Uh, the American dream is over. Home ownership is a lie, basically. It's a lie. It's dead. I think, actually... <laughs> I do honestly think in about uh, 20 to 30 years, uh-huh. our generation especially will not own homes. I think um, 2008 and the financial crisis will be far more of a psychological impact than we know yet. And How I- about we just hate responsibility? <laughs> 2008 was a psychological impact. It was therefore, really a psychological impact. We're on just my lazy. We don't want to mow the lawn. I just don't know how I can afford to lose all my house in one go and, and never be able to buy again. I watched my mom and they had to lose their home. And- yeah. Home ownership is going to go the same way as marriage. <laughs> Millennials won't commit. And the same thing. There'll be as, a whole bunch of unmarried people. Yeah. BW3s are going to go down too because of us millennials. Why? Because we don't go. Oh, casual dining. Yeah, we just want to get casual dining or take it home. Oh, yeah. Or cook it ourselves. That's right. But right. you own a home. I did it. You're one of. You're the one guy I know that owns a home. I'm a damn dinosaur. That's what I am. <laughs> so what do you got for us? What was that experience like? How did you go through the buying process? Uh, How has it been since you've kind of finalized the process? Oh, yeah. So uh, buying a home was like, hey, my lease is up. What do I do now? I guess I'll buy a house. <laughs> that was about my entire decision-making process. It was like, get another lease or buy a house. And I just bought a house. And so you were you were married already. Yes, that's so correct. Married, had an apartment still. And then were you uh, thinking about kids yet? Had the kid already come? Yeah, uh, my wife was pregnant. Okay, so that, did that have anything to do with buying a house, marriage, and kids? Or no. Really, it didn't? No, okay. because I think our natural bent is towards renting. Okay. Uh, super convenient. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about some of the reasons, you know, pros and cons of everything. We'll talk about some of the pros and uh, of home ownership, some of the cons of home ownership, but... We were always hedging our bet with renting. Okay. Uh, but when the opportunity came to buy a home, we were like, why not? We might as well. It's, and what was the opportunity? Was there any opportunity besides just lease us up? Might as well. <laughs> well, there were a couple of things. So <laughs> now you, it's a perfect segue into my notes, right? Okay, cool. The so, notes that he doesn't take. Yeah. He, so, this is all from memory right now. <laughs> all right. So pros, right? Let's pros. Just, let's just come out of the box with why people- Off the top of our heads. Say yeah. why people- why, <laughs> Why adults say you should buy a house. Uh, Number one is equity. Equity. What does that mean? Uh, So we were paying all this money out in rent. And how much did you pay? What was our last rent at our last place? Like uh, nine something? Oh, wow. Okay. And that was for two bedrooms, three bedrooms? Unprofessional. Unprofessional. Do you hear this? Unprofessional. Uh, That's my my mortgage banker. (laughs) No, that's just unprofessional. Anyway, so... Put it on silent, Elio. We're doing a podcast. I know, my bad. This is supposed to be the professional podcast. My bad. So, 
uh, equity, right? Equity. Is what that is that what we're talking about? Equ- what is equity? Okay. So equity is like we were we were paying like nine hundred dollars a month on a, to rent an apartment to rent a townhouse. It was sweet. It was nice for okay. nine hundred dollars. Cool. We didn't have to worry about fixing something when something broke. Plumbing goes out. You just say, "Hey, landlord, fix it." I could be a complete girly man. Like I'll call the rental office for anything. Like <laughs> there's a spider in the corner. Can you get it? <laughs> there's a light bulb out in the causeway. Uh, yeah. There, my my washer and dryer won't work at the same time. Can you? Oh, I didn't plug it in. Oh, my bad. <laughs> the the clock on the microwave is a minute off. Yeah. Can you really come fix it me. for me? I can't figure out how to change so it. So it was great. $900 and I could just be a complete girly man. And I don't have to do anything, okay? Um, but at the end of the day, when we moved, it was like all that money was gone. We didn't get any equity. Okay, Right. Yes. There was no... We, we just... And hey, how, we how lived here. We uh, well, we were there for three years. So you spent three years putting yeah. $900 a month, mm-hmm. and then you go to move and buy a house, and you have nothing. Zero. There's nothing you put in. Whatever that money we put in, we did really just kind of throw it away for the sake of being able to call anyone to fix stuff. Yeah, and then uh, and they not- might and they might leave you with a nice little bill for all the damage you did from all the parties you threw. <laughs> yeah, that's part of renting. Or just that one big party. <laughs> the one big party. The one party you ever threw, and suddenly the ceiling just still is saggy. You know. Yeah, yeah. The one where <laughs> I put my fist through the wall. That. All right. So you spent three whole years throwing away nine hundred dollars a month. Not thrown away. I had a place to live. Okay, cool. But I didn't get anything. Okay. I didn't leave with anything. Okay, you spent three whole years pissing away nine hundred. Yeah, with my what? fingers crossed, like, please don't send <laughs> please, me a bill for the damage. Please don't send me a bill for the damage. And I spent like freaking thirty thousand dollars or something ridiculous yeah. living there. And I was so fearful they were gonna send me a bill for like a a, a, a pizza stain on the <laughs> stove or something. I don't okay. know. But that's part of being a renter, right? You somebody else kind of has that control over you, and, and so that that wasn't cool. So the pro then for home uh, buying, or at least pro number one, is mm-hmm. equity, meaning that we can put that nine hundred dollars a month into an object like a house mm-hmm. rather than just throwing it away. Right. So equity is basically. Uh, what you have left after you pay off your debt when you sell your house. So okay. let's say you buy your house for 140 while you live there. I mean, initially, you're going to be paying a ton of interest, and we'll talk about that. But eventually, some of it credits to principal, and you pay that balance down. And we're not even going to get into home appreciation because that's not why you buy a house, but equity, right? That's so you I sell your house, 140 it's paid down to 130 At least you leave with 10 grand. Okay, cool. So you you get something out of what you put into it. You could leave with something. Okay, right. Cool. Where you All can't right. do that is impossible when you're renting. Right. Cool. Number two. So equity is number one pro. Big two. Number two is you can renovate and customize. Damn, son. You mean I can do those home improvement projects they always tell me during the Super Bowl I should be doing? Yeah, bro. Right on. You were super excited about that. Damn. So you could do man cave. Man cave. You could do vanity sinks. Vanity his sinks. and hers. I don't even know what that is. Okay, you cannot do that in somebody's property that you're renting. Right on. So I think that was actually a big mental thing for me, too, is uh-huh. I'm in the process of buying a house right now. But there's just so many little things that would annoy me that were broken or off, but like weren't worth calling the rental office to get fixed. Right. But then also, I didn't want to put my own time and effort into it because why the rental office could just do it for free if I just called them. So yeah. why would I? And then, but I end up just not fixing it, not calling anyone, and just getting upset that the mm-hmm. microwave is still broken and won't work. Yeah. I've just been using stovetop for a yo, year. Yo, I am super secure in my manhood, yo. I will call somebody to change a light bulb in my apartment. It was less of a I man. am that 
secure in my manhood. For me, it's I'm like, paying for this. You're gonna come to my house. You get. I'm not getting on a ladder. I ain't doing it. It costs too much money. I ain't doing money. it. No, you come in. You come and do it. I'll make a phone call, yeah. but I ain't gonna fix no light bulb. Renovations. Yes. Man cave. Okay, you can make it. You can you do want. whatever you want. You can make a man cave. And guess what? What's up? If you do the right renovations, you can increase your property value. Equity back in the house. So it's not really an expense. It's an investment potentially. Right on. Hell yeah. Right. So let's say your basement is unfinished, and you finish your basement. Add when you carpet. go to sell it. More appeal. Throw some uh, some of that fluffy stuff in the walls. Right. Like, you install a keg, okay, in your basement. No added value, but party house. <laughs> Allison is saying, Vanny sinks are dope. I agree, if I knew what they were. And then, <laughs> better, better call than to uh, cause more damage. Yeah, that's right. So, for Allison, she doesn't actually want to maybe own a home anytime soon, because she maybe doesn't think that she can do the home improvement herself, which is probably a little closer to me as well. Like, I could put in, like, some floorboard, but if we're talking about putting whole sinks and toilets and stuff, I'm going to call someone anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, number one was equity. Number, number two, equity. you could make, you could do rentals. You can. So, you, you can if you customize pay someone it. else, you do it yourself, doesn't matter, but you can do it without having to, like, talk to your landlord. Also, I also heard a story of someone that rented an apartment, put $15,000 of work into the kitchen, like check with the landlord first. Landlord's like, sure, as long as it looks good and the value's higher. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he moved out the next year. So he put $15,000 to redo the kitchen and then he enjoyed it for about a year, but then moved out and got nothing out of it. That's ridiculous. His home value didn't go up. He didn't get to sell that shit. He didn't get to do anything. Right. Yeah. Damn. So two, you can That sparkling water is hitting you, man. Boom. Boom! It turned up with the sparkling water, baby. The truth is, I'm running out of energy, so I'm just like pounding the rest of the energy. Pull up, drink, sparkling water, drink. All right, drink. Number three. Number three. All right, Uncle Sam. You know we we're finding any way to duck Uncle Sam. Oh yeah, I I don't know Sam. Where he at? Mortgage deduction, baby. Damn, on your taxes, son. Yeah. How much is that? Do you know? Have you done it yet? Have you been like a whole year? So half year last year. First full year. So the banks are smart. Okay. Okay. When they create this thing called a mortgage, yeah. <laughs> they front load all the interest. Okay. So basically you're paying a ton of interest in like the first 18 years of having a mortgage. Okay. But the government wants to enc encourage home ownership. Yeah. And so they cut you a nice little tax break. So this is our first year. Okay. Where this big a uh, majority mortgage payment of interest is going to be deductible on our taxes. So it's an awesome, awesome deal. Talk right to on. your tax professional. I'm hey. not a tax professional, but it's pretty cool. This guy's not. I'm not. But go talk to one. Yeah. File your taxes. It's awesome. I heard that that first year tax deduction is is, is beautiful. Yeah, like 20000 Is that what we're thinking? 30? 70? 400 tax deduction? $400 million tax deduction. Yeah, man. I, I don't know if my accountant's that good. Go talk to a professional. <laughs> I definitely don't want an audit. All right. So we got one is equity in the house. Two, we can do whatever we want to the house to upgrade it. And add value. And add value. Three is we get that mad, mad deductions off our taxes for having that mortgage. We got a four or is that it? Baller. No, three, man. That's just three? That's three. That's it. That's enough. That's it. That's enough. That's enough to go buy That's a enough. house tomorrow. You got cons or is that it? Here's here's what's going to uh, put the brakes on. Put the brakes <laughs> Uh, Putting the brakes on. So the cons are... And we only have three of those? Or how many cons we got? I don't know. Let's just go. <laughs> repairs and maintenance. Repairs and maintenance. Okay. So we have to repair and maintenance. Maintenance. Maintain. Maintain. Stuff breaks. That's the word. Stuff breaks in the house and you got to take care of it. You can't just call a landlord anymore. Yeah. So basically, 
if you're married, stuff breaks, and you get this beautiful look from your significant other, not even if you're married, if you live with somebody else, <laughs> you get this beautiful look from somebody else like, what you going to do about it? I hate that damn look. That sink's been broke for four days. <laughs> we got to fix that sink. Oh, my God. I ain't got no landlord to call. <laughs> I married you for a reason. I that hate, sink's been broke for uh, four days. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, fingernails on a chalkboard are not worse than that. <laughs> that look, man. I hate that damn that look. look. But you got to fix it. You got to fix your it. your house. So the cool thing that I do like in concept, because I haven't lived it yet. I'm hopefully closing the 31st at my house. Yeah. But you still have to make a phone call to call your landlord. You're still going to also just make a phone call to call the plumber. Um, or the, the electrician or whatever you actually need. Mm-hmm. So... It really isn't a whole lot more work. The, a lot of more work comes in on figuring out who to call, and eventually you get to the point where you just call someone else that owns a home and say, hey, who's your plumber? Yeah. I, need, I need a plumber. Yeah. And you're good to go. Yeah, basically so. But, you you know, that that's not a pleasant phone call to make. No. Because you know somebody's coming in your house. Coming in, I don't. And it's going to rob you blind. Not, not while I'm there. Here's why. Because you have you no let, reference. You let that strange man come into our house to fix that thing, and you ain't going to be here when he's here? I ain't gonna be here. I ain't gonna stay. You supposed to be fixing my pipes. <laughs> why, why is you fixing the pipes? Why, why is somebody else touching my pipes? Why are you calling a plumber to fix the pipes? <laughs> you supposed to be my pipe man. Okay, see, like this is what normally happens <laughs> when we don't have notes, and we we have notes, and it's still happening. How is that possible? Well, the, the good thing is we have notes to go back to, which is nice. Okay, All right. so what is second on this? The, the second issue. <laughs> Is mobility. Ooh, I can't just get up and go after a year if I decide I don't like it. This house is not working out. I'm out. You can't, yeah, with apartments, you can just be like, hey, I don't like this. I'm out. Uh, but you buy a house, it's a little bit harder just to piece up and leave. Yeah, you can't just leave. You know, you're going to get foreclosed on. That's going to go on your credit. It'd be a nightmare. You just can't walk away from a house. Let's say you get a job in Texas and you own a house in Ohio. Unless you got super bank or a lot of savings, you're going to have to move to Texas, rent an apartment while paying a mortgage here, and try to sell it. That is ridiculous, man. It kills mobility. And, you know, the younger generation knows there's no job security anymore. At any point, your job could be outsourced, and you need to be able to move any and everywhere. A con of owning a home is you just can't move that quickly. You can't react to opportunity as quickly as you can when you're a renter. Now, that's not completely true because you also have lease terms when you're a renter and you just can't walk out on your lease, but some people allow you to buy it out. Right on. Yeah. But let's say you were trying to sell a house and move in 2008. Well, that's not going to happen for you. Okay? That was just a terrible market and you couldn't sell your home. Well, you could, but you could just take a loss on it. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. You have an extra $20,000 hanging around. You want to just take a loss on your house when you have to move? So we did have a good point here in the comments. We had Jake Bovo who came in and he was like, dude, just fix it yourself. Learn how to make pipes. And I, I, I will take that. That is a good, it's a good piece of suggestion. <laughs> and we also had Devin, learn how to do pipes. You ain't learn how to do pipes. You ain't living with me anymore. Uh, 
Devin Householder was just talking about how, uh, and I actually experienced this too, this is what convinced me to right. eventually buy a house. The amount of money you can put in to your mortgage can actually get you a hell of a bigger place and a nicer place than the amount of money that the rent does. True. And so the story I always tell is I used to live in this other apartment. Um, it's just a one bedroom. It's like 800 bucks a month. Um, but it's just one bedroom, open area with an open kitchen, and then that's all the house was. And I was paying um, eight twenty-five a month. Damn. In my exact same neighborhood, the company that owned my apartments also owned some condos right down the street. Uh, they had one that go up for sale, and I saw it, and it was three bedrooms, built-in garage, a little back porch area, condo. So they still have the condo association, so like they'll still come fix some things outside. They'll mow your lawn for you. You don't have to worry about any of that. Um, but you actually own the condo and that was going to be priced around $600. So I was paying about $200 more than if I just owned the condo. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I had a third of the space without an enclosed in garage. Like that was where it first hit me of why am I renting? Why do I do this? That's definitely an issue. So that's definitely a big pro for house ownership. It is actually a little cheaper on a month-by-month basis. You're just taking on a little extra responsibility. And so for people that feel a little secure in their jobs, or at least know, if I get that sweet offer from Texas, I don't feel like Texas, I ain't moving out there. Mm-hmm. Homeownership is definitely something to look at, look into and uh, to take uh, take advantage of if you can. All right. So number three. Number three. We have three, three pros, pros. Three cons. Three cons. So we had- Big uh, old three cons. Is this you got to do your repairs. This might be the one that gets you saying like, nah, I ain't going to own that shit. I ain't want it. Man, what are you drinking? Sparkling wine? Water? I'm having a good time, Elio. Just you're, let me go. You're turned up this episode. <laughs> All right. So, we have, if we have like a whole like sheet to go off of, I have more confidence in being able to go on a tangent. I, but I love you like this, man. I think the people love you too. <laughs> All right. So uh, costs and process. Buying a home is a complete pain in the rear end, man. Yes, it is. They will ask you for documentation that no regular human being just has laying around. <laughs> like what? Can you give an example? All regular human beings except me have these documents laying around. I'm just talking about me. Man. No, no, because I think I, I'm trying to think of a couple. Like tax tax returns for the last three years. Yeah, like what? I didn't even do taxes three years ago. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm ducking the feds. Yeah, like, oh, God, dodge, dodge, dodge. <laughs> Yeah, can't touch this. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's now on recording that I did that. So <laughs> that dance, I was just joking. <laughs> I always do my taxes. Yeah, I listen. Three years of tax returns, <laughs> like eight hundred months of pay stubs. Uh, eight hundred exactly. References from like three people 17, who don't like you, but still will but give, still you, a give you a reference to buy a house. Like it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I guess I'll give you a reference. Yeah, and then the bank is like, oh, well, you got to have collateral, and you got to show me this, and what's your loan to value? It's just, a, it's a nightmare process. It's really, really invasive. You got to you gotta look at how much money you made and wasted for three years. You're like, what? I made that much money? Yes, you did, and you don't have a single penny to show for it. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the whole process of, of, of getting a mortgage. Oh, we actually have a listener whose wife looks like does some stuff with Century 21. Maybe we should have her on the show sometime. She can actually tell us how we're all wrong. Uh, I, I totally, we should. Yeah, Devin, uh, are you a first-time listener? And immediately do, do a plug for your wife, dude? <laughs> Is that what's happening on Devin, live right now? At least get two listens before you plug your yeah, shit. Yeah, like, okay? like, just sneak it in there. <laughs> like, give us some likes. And like some laughs, no. and then just sneak. If it he's in. gonna be a first time listener and he's gonna try to plug his wife, you better love this shit. You yeah, better have a like heart retweet it, post it on your homepage, and then plug your <laughs> wife, man. Come on. So I will say, 
And I don't, well, did you have anything else that you wanted to do? No, that was the last comment. Okay. Right, but I got yeah. some other stuff I want to talk about. Yeah, though. well, we're already up to 20 minutes. So let's go. Oh, there's the love. Thank there's you. a love. Is Thank that you. from Devin? I hope so. Keep I'm it gonna, real, man. We're just going to assume. <laughs> All right. So let's let's do quick rules of thumb. Okay. Something practical for the people to take with them if they are in the market or even if they're not and they know somebody who might be. Yeah, yeah. So rules of thumb when buying a house. One thumb. All right. What's our first Number thumb? Number one, have some money to put down. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. There's no <laughs> more really zero down situations going on anymore. So there is a cool thing called a FHA loan, the Federal Housing Association. That's the government again, Uncle Sam. They really do want more people buying homes. Mm-hmm. So they actually have a whole program together called an FHA loan, a certain type of mortgage through the United States government where you only have to put about 4% down payment, or at least you can go as low to 4%. Most places and most houses want you to put around 20% down. You start looking at like a $100,000 house, that's only $20,000 you have to have in your back pocket before you even get started. And that's not counting what Elio is about to talk about, which is all the extra price and things you have to pay for mm-hmm. as you just go through the process. Yeah, That's just 20 down. Uh, this way, you only have to put like four or 5,000 down payment uh, in order to get the same sort of Friedrich why is Friedrich calling me? <laughs> Friedrich Schweitzer. Can no. we hang up? Yeah, now I'm unprofessional. Did it stop the live, live feed? I don't know, dude. Oh! Oh! It's oh! Here. oh God. It's Friedrich. Whoever Friedrich is, man. It's my cousin. Do not call <laughs> Travis while we're on live. How Come dare on, you? Dude. He's so unprofessional, Elio. Look, we lost some my, viewers. Letting my cousin call me. How dare you do that? craziness okay okay let's get back to what we're talking about fha loan you can only put four percent you can put as low as four percent down and four thousand dollars is a lot easier to save up than twenty thousand dollars that's super awesome but what are some of the extra expenses that come in when you buy a home closing costs closing costs how much are those a whole lot of money like two to five percent two to five percent so you got to pay the realtor you got to pay the dude who did the freaking inspection the, the the there's a whole bunch of people that get money off of uh uh, uh, uh selling a home it's a whole mm-hmm. industry and you have to pay all these people and that's all part of your closing costs it's ridiculous uh on top of that too you always need to have your house inspected so you put in an offer uh your offer is accepted then or declined and then you keep looking but if it's accepted then at that point you have a certain amount of time that you need to go in and have an inspector come and look at the house that way one of the walls isn't bowing incredibly bad and oh god we need to take twenty thousand dollars off the price because that's crazy right um but that costs money so that was like 375 325 on the two houses i had inspected depending on what that inspection comes back on oh looks like there's some termite damage oh maybe we need to have a termite inspector come out that's licensed for termites and so suddenly that's another 75 bucks yeah um if you're doing an FHA loan and you want to go like a super awesome 203k loan, Mm -hmm. which is where you actually buy a house uh, for a certain amount of money, and then you get extra money on top to renovate the house, Uh, that suddenly brings up a whole extra bit of stuff you have to do. You have to get an official FHA inspector to come in, and he'll charge you 800 bucks to do the initial inspection. you are going super deep. This is crazy shit, bro. (laughs) I wasn't told about any of this stuff. I was like, I got $6,000. I can buy a house because $4,000 payment, $2,000 for like closing costs. Suddenly, I'm spending like $3,000 just to search for a house, not even to close on anything. Suddenly, they're like, hey, now we got $8,000 in closing costs because it's $4,000 for the uh, down payment, $4,000 for closing costs. And I already spent three and now I'm just like, I don't have any of this money anymore. What am I supposed to do? Hey, this show is sponsored by Alcoholic Spark- Sparkling Water. 
alcoholic. Yeah. It's not the sparkling water that's doing it. It's the fact that I haven't eaten all day. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to eat, man. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> all right. So down payment, you have to come to the table with something. Closing costs they are going to cost you money. So you got to account for these things. Inspections. You might have to have like, uh, I had one house where the garage was on a floodplain and they wanted to have it like reevaluated so it wouldn't be on a floodplain. Travis, have you had a hard time trying to buy a house? I've had a horrible, it's been horrible. I don't like this process. On the next episode... <laughs> Travis, Travis, Travis literally has a therapy session about his home search process. <laughs> All right, number two, your credit's got to be good. Okay, yeah. Because that affects your interest rate. Yeah, what was your interest rate? Mine's 4.7 so in contract as it is. It might not close at that. My credit's so low. Your credit's going so good. Yeah, my I had a great credit rate. Okay. Uh, uh, what uh, was it? Rate. Do you know? Uh, it was like three something. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was like three and That's super change. cool. Yeah. So, all right. So, you got to work on your credit before buying a home. So, you got to have a down payment. You got to have credit. You got to have good credit. You got to have extra money on top of your down payment to pay for all the inspections and everything like that. So, 750 is excellent. 650 minimum is what you want to be coming in at. Okay, unless cool. you're going to be paying a little bit more of a of a of a price in okay. terms of interest. Okay. And interest matters because you're taking out a 30-year loan. So, the difference in like 0.2% over 30 years is thousands of dollars. So you need to make an effort to improve your credit as, you know, as high as you can get it before applying or starting the mortgage process. 30 years. Three zero. Number three. Number three. Okay. You got to go in knowing how much you can afford. Okay. Yes. You mean per month or total? Total. How much house how much you, you want to own. Okay. Because the higher the price of the house, of course, the higher the repairs, the higher the expenses and oh, all yeah. of that. Um, and you want to know how much you want to spend each month as your mortgage payment. Okay, cool. So what did your, uh, if you don't mind, if you're willing, what did you buy your house for? And then mm -hmm. what has your payment end up being? So we bought our house for 140, 140,000. Okay. Our monthly payment is like nine and some change. Okay. Uh, and what all goes into a mortgage payment, we'll do a different show about we'll that get, yeah, because that's it. not just the mortgage on the house. That's things like insurance. Oh, that's everything. That's like PMI. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. That's, that's all of that. Do you know what is just the 900? basic mortgage is? Like six. Six. Okay. Six hundred. Yeah, it's like 600. So we're talking like $600, not counting a bunch of other stuff mm -hmm. for a $140,000 house, which right. is in your case, like a three bedroom. Yeah. Three with bedroom. Like a, with a garage and a, and a nice bath, neighborhood. Basement. Right by an Amazon distribution plant. It's baller. Baller, man. Baller. So my house, uh, I'm currently in contract on, so it may not actually close, but if it were to close <laughs> due to the paperwork, <laughs> I don't trust it's going to close. I don't think anything's going to work. I don't trust it until I have the keys. Oh, my God. Uh, so what is going on? $100,000 house. Yes. Um, with all the extra stuff, it was looking around $800. Cool. Um for uh, the mortgage, mortgage insurance, homeowners insurance, and there's another bit and taxes, property taxes mm -hmm. altogether. Just the mortgage on its own is like six hundred bucks. So we're talking six hundred bucks. This is a four bedroom. I've made it into a four. I'm going to make it into a four bedroom house um, in a neighborhood that's pretty close to the short north, like six blocks from the short north, um, in a between your neighborhood, up and coming mm -hmm. neighborhood. So that's one thing I think is pretty cool too. Uh, unless you have other stuff, we can end soon. Mm -hmm. But just the cost difference of living close to downtown compared to away from downtown. 
Um, so you can buy a hundred thousand dollar house that's uh, not a great house, not a great neighborhood that's right close to downtown, or you can buy a hundred thousand dollar house that's like a thirty minute, forty minute commute out, and suddenly you got three bedrooms, a whole uh, yard. It's moving ready. It just they give you the dog. Like you don't even need to buy one yourself. They just hand you the dog that's already trained it's a lab. and having great, yeah, black lab that can just run around and keep the coyotes at bay. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Monetary Therapy, episode number nine. Coming up next, ten is coming up next. Okay. This is Travis Kendall. This is Elio Harmon. And you've been listening to Season 2 of Monetary Therapy.